pick. So um, just to start it off, um, just a quick little intro. You know, welcome to the Real Husbands of Riverview. That's still a working title. Um, thank you for tuning in and listening. I'm Aubrey, and y'all can just go around, introduce yourselves, give a brief bio. Get it in. All right. Well, I go next. You know, I'm Vince Riggs out here. You know, glad to be a part of the podcast with you, with you two brothers. Same man. Likewise, happy to do this. I've known y'all boys for seven years, so we definitely got history. We both. All three of us, you know, have a lot of similar interests and beliefs and we're super competitive. And, you know, I love living out here in Riverview. And, you know, I think, you know, this is a real important thing that we're doing. I guess I'm next. Uh, This is Andre. Um, I currently have a 28 pound child in my arm who won't go to sleep, (laughs) but I'm down for the cause regardless. So <laughs> that's true we're dedication. We're gonna drop some knowledge on it today. True dedication. So <laughs> yeah, man. You know, um, I'm Aubrey. Um, today's my birthday. I just turned 33. Woo. Um, excited about 2020. Today's your, your Jesus birthday. That's what they say. Today is my Jesus Jesus birthday. My Scotty Pippen birthday. All the great 33s. Tony Dorsett. Patrick Ewing. Besides so, the knees. Um, <laughs> Patty Union, Shaggy but, um, College. <laughs> yep, yep. So um, a lot of people right now. One of the trending topics is talking about the decade of 2010 to 2019. And you know, when I look back on my life, I can't believe that that's been 10 years ago. Um, that's college, marriage, becoming a father, becoming a homeowner, and like. I can honestly say this was the greatest decade of my life. What about you fellas? Like when you when you put it back like that and to say 10 years has gone by, like you look at it and you really think like, where has it gone? But like, I have had some some big milestones. Like you said, I had, I had marriage, bought my first home. You know, I, I moved moved out of my home state. You know, so it definitely a lot of, a lot has transpired and there's been a lot of growth in the 10 years. For sure, man. And like, I credit you to a lot for, you know, me being where I am in life, you know, being a husband, being a homeowner. You know, when I first moved to Tampa, that was not on my mind. I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was for me. I didn't think that I was the type of person that can do it and have the discipline and to meet someone that's like-minded and to make it happen. And I'm glad that I was able to be a witness to your unions and weddings and your marriage. And I know both of your wives and I love your families and it's been an incredible journey. So hell, I've known y'all seven years of this 10 year decade. So it's been crazy, a great ride. What about you, Dre? I didn't really think about it this decade. I feel like a lot of the decades stuff I've been seeing is sports related. I didn't even really put in context my life in 10 years, but yeah. 2020 is when me and I, sl- I snuck in Dolores DM so uh, 2010 so it, that, that was that was the rose that grew from the concrete that's when I planted the seed but yeah I went to grad school graduated left the country went to uh, South Carolina not South Carolina uh, South America got married bought a house Bought, bought my wife a car I've, I've been driving the same car since college it's my first time like buying a real car like <laughs> as a life decision so the wheels fall yeah. off mm-hmm. so, 
and I'm still driving that car too, but because <laughs> but but yeah, a lot a lot of growth. I would say it's the the most growth I've had in a decade. Uh, uh, I, it, maybe sure. it is my best decade yet. I haven't really put that in perspective, but it's definitely the most growth. Who I was in 2010 is a completely different person who I'm about I'm about to be in 2020. Agree, like. And I love the way you put it, you know, best decade yet, because I feel like being 33, I feel like we're just getting into who we are and getting into our prime. And now that we're all, you know, married, like I'll be celebrating three years very soon. And, you know, how has marriage changed or, you know, impacted your life now that we're all crossing that three year mark? I mean... I think marriage for me, how is how it's changed my life, and like I don't know exactly when it kicked in, because I mean, me and my wife, we were together for a couple of like a year and a half before you know we actually ended up tying the knot, but like, like I definitely know that like I can't just think about myself as far as making decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's definitely a big a big thing that's changed for me. Like I gotta not only you know take her advice into account but just on my own think oh what is what is her thoughts because you know at, at this at this point in our relationship i feel like I, I do know her very well and like can can say oh she's not gonna go for this anyway so it might not even be worth bringing to the table oh indeed indeed and i think that's a strength because i know for sure there's certain things i can't even mention to jamila so I shut things down before I even even have to bring it up to her because you know what she likes, what she don't like, what she's going to be a part of. And your whole day is pretty much structured on a routine. So you get off work, you get home, you want to relax. So doing stuff throughout the week, that's pretty much a no because we live so far here in Riverview. So like, again, I lean on YouTube for a social life for stuff like this. And I I can't thank you guys enough for sure. And uh what have you heard, uh, and for those perspective listeners or listeners who aren't familiar with what or where Riverview is? So we're in uh, we are in Florida <laughs> and the, the closest major city is a city called Tampa. A lot of people know it as Tampa Bay. And on the outskirts or the burbs, you would say, is where Riverview is. So that's where we are. Yes. If y'all are wondering where Riverview is. It's a great way to um, put it. <laughs> 45 to an hour depending on traffic from the city of Tampa yeah and you know it, whoa 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 depends on who's driving I, I gotta disagree <laughs> you know, I might be looking at 20 minutes on my on my side <laughs> <laughs> depending on who's driving in traffic but yeah like you know I love it here I think it's a up and coming suburb of Tampa there's a lot of stuff out here and it's steadily growing and building and a lot of construction going on but it's it's home and I'm happy to be able to share the community with you two fellas yeah man um as far as my input on marriage and how it's changed me um the steps before marriage changed me and my outlook on a lot of things too I, I kind of remember the moment where I was getting ready to to feel like I was okay getting married I was at the airport with my brother and he was like how things going with uh, with Delora and I was like I think we're finally like on the same page and we're speaking the same language now 
like when you're dating and when you're in a relationship it's your personality and their personality and you all are kind of conflicting the whole time but it's cool it's what makes it fun it's it's what makes it exciting is that you guys are different when you guys start thinking like on the same page is when you know you can got get closer to marriage or making a union because y'all are operating as one machine or one being and i think that was when i started mm-hmm. i started realizing you know i think we can do this long term because we're we're walking in the same direction like we're not we're not thinking me me we're thinking as one which sounds extremely cliche but that's that's literally what marriage is and then what was it uh, and then when I got into marriage, I still kind of had a little bit of that me and her. And the best advice I actually got was um, from uh, um, frat brother Lamont. He said, yo, when you're married, y'all are legit like one person. And he's not the most le- like religious person in the world. So he's not even saying in like a big biblical term where, you know, you become one flesh and stuff, which which is true in the biblical sense. But like he literally meant like no everything is one every transaction is one like we put we put our money together we have a joint account and like i used to be like okay mm-hmm. my money he used to cut me off and be like no it's y'all money like everything you do mm-hmm. is both of y'all like there is no she's buying a car y'all are both buying a car regardless of whose name it's in it's both y'all transaction and i yeah. eventually bought into that and that's kind of where i am now like there is no i'm doing my own thing like if i, if I buy jordans she bought some jordans she may not be wearing it <laughs> she bought some jordans. So. yeah and if she buys some heels exactly. you bought some heels and it's a it's a yeah. hard thing initially to buy into and i think i mean i can't speak on behalf of other relationships but i feel like that's sometimes where folks go astray because they never leave that whole me versus them thing um but that's the buy-in you kind of got to have. It's it's us. We're one transaction at all times. That's, a, that's definitely a, a good way to put it. And, like, one thing I wanted to, to chime in on with that is, like, like, as far as the being one, like, I do still think that it's also important that you don't lose yourself. And at least in my relationship, what I feel is one of the better parts of, of my relationship is where where I may be, be lacking or not seeing in a, in a certain perspective, I feel like she is the opposite. Mm-hmm. And so when we come together, we're able to, to put that together and then that puts us in the best direction moving forward. I agree 100%. A lot of my weaknesses are strengths for Jamila, who's my wife, and a lot of her weaknesses are strengths for myself. So together we are very dynamic and we can get things done a certain way. Cause you know, the one thing about getting married at a certain age, like I was 30 when we got married. So I had 30 years of experience of how I viewed the world, how I saw things, how I, things impacted my decision-making and same as for her. So for us to come together, it was a lot of just clashing she's a very strong alpha woman i'm a very strong alpha male and for us to get into a groove we had to learn those same two things about yourself um for you and shelly vince you know learning how to decipher who has a strength in one topic and who has a weakness in the other and learning how to defer to one another and with you and delora dre 
we had to also learn how to become one and to learn how to say you know our and us and not me i or mine so um it's definitely a work in progress and it's a it's a journey and that's what i enjoy the most like i love the challenges of marriage i love being married and it's it's definitely a blessing to be able to share that and i'll keep repeating myself but it's it's really a great thing to have a community and have a village of people that's experiencing the same things that you're experiencing and you're able to converse and have a podcast and conversations like this and you know i think that also strengthens the relationship as well when you can you know talk about your experiences or you know what you're going through and someone else is like oh, yeah i'm dealing with that as well so <laughs> it's definitely a blessing for sure and that, that's one of the things I, I look forward to out of this podcast because like like yeah the, the three of us will talk outside of this outside of this podcast but like just to get your different perspectives on you know things that we're going through because we are going through a lot of the same things at the same time and so you know how it may be handled in your household might be totally different in my household but like seeing the way you're doing it (laughs) 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 but like seeing seeing the way that you're doing it might you know lead me to another way to thinking of of how to do it in mine so I, I definitely look forward to what I can take from this. And I hope I can, you know, pass something along to you all as well. Indeed, indeed. I honestly, I'm easygoing. I go with the flow. So if there is a certain direction or a certain project that my wife is passionate about, I'll just fully support it because I may not have a interest or a concern or a care about a certain thing. But if she's passionate about it, then I'll forward and I'll do whatever I can to make it to make it happen outside of that I'm my concerns and worries are in other topics and areas that I feel like she knows that and so when it's something that she wants to do like interior decorating or a certain item in the home she'll send me like a photo of it I'm like yeah babe it looks great let's do it <laughs> and I just I just keep it moving um, sometimes we get into sticky situations if I do have a difference of opinion um, she'll entertain my opinion and she'll kind of let it linger for a little while and maybe she'll you know adjust her initial thought but other than that we try to keep it you know easy peasy I can feel that for sure yeah I am um, speaking of the same conversation of like having a village and having a uh, people within your circle uh thanksgiving i went home and i was with my dad and we were just you know chopping it up or whatever and he was like man i wish when i was getting married and having a kids and having a house like i had people my age like you do that can tell me the ropes and stuff like it was just trial by fire for me like my dad had a bunch of kids out of wedlock he had a like a bunch of baby mamas like um, it, it took a, it took maybe 30 something years for me to realize that me and my older brother were born in the same year and we have different moms like i did not realize my mom mm-hmm. and my dad had two ladies pregnant in the same year like we were both born in 86 <laughs> he was just born in like march and i was born in december and i was and i'm i'm just now finding that out like two years ago i'm like damn papa was really a, a rolling stone <laughs> 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 the 80s were crazy but, bro um, 
but yeah so like he was and he put that in perspective like the network we have now and the outreach we have the community the fellowship that we have may be completely different from our forefathers or our uncles and our, our dads and stuff or our the guys before us where it was just hey i'm gonna just try to be the best i can be i'm gonna try to be slightly better than my dad or whatever with us we have a i don't say we have a full deck of cards because of course the, we're kind of always behind the eight ball but the resources we have the opportunities we have are a little bit better than you know probably our parents granted maybe i'm just speaking on behalf of my dad and how, how things went with him. no no bro like i'm from a mom who had three boys and no she had four boys we all have different dads and my two older brothers you know they didn't get married my mom and dad they didn't get married and my younger brother and his dad didn't marry my mom so i didn't see what a marriage was growing up and that's why like i said when i met you two i i wasn't in the mindset of being a husband and being a homeowner and being responsible and being a father like i was here to party have a good time i love tampa the weather everything was just great and so seeing you guys getting serious relationships and hanging out with y'all, I didn't want to be the single friend always having <laughs> to be on. Everywhere I go, I got to be on and I got to go approach somebody and go holler yeah, they, somebody. They should go right there. She go right <laughs> exactly. There you go, Arby, go talk to her. Go talk to her. And, you know, me being who I was, I would be confident. I'd go approach somebody and give my little one-two, one-two. And it's like, that was just not who I wanted to be. And so, luckily, through mutual friends and your wife, Delora, you know, she had a lot to do with this. You know, I was at the right party at the right time, and voila, it all happened for me. And in that moment, I wanted to become the guy I felt like I always needed, and I wanted to become the guy that, for a lot of people in our community, say that doesn't exist. You know, a good man doesn't exist. A good man isn't serious, you know? You know, especially young black men, you know, they don't get serious until they're like in their late 30s and 40s. And in my mind, I'm like, well, if I want children and I want to have multiple children, I got to make aggressive, adult, mature decisions quickly. And, you know, my pace has been kind of rapid. Like I met my wife in October and we were um, friends for a while. Then we got serious in March. And from March to December, that nine month span, we were engaged. And it was like, I knew what I wanted and I knew the type of future I wanted to create. And I knew that I didn't have time to waste. So it was a easy decision for me because I was preparing for that. And when I came across the right person, everything fell into place. So um, I'm glad I got a community and a fellowship with fellows like you two to, again, share my experiences, to bounce ideas off. And both of y'all were there for the whole entire process. And it, it's been a blast. So since we're kind of at the beginning and the origins, everybody want to share like how you and your uh, wife met? Uh, Aubrey kind of already started it off. There was this app called <laughs> Tinder. Just <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't for pretenders. <laughs> well, I mean, I can I can start off. Um, just so, you right. know. Oh, I thought he was being serious oh. for a second. <laughs> I thought he was going to go off of that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not. I had no. I actually <laughs> never had Tinder. I actually. 
never utilized Tinder. I think I missed that wave. I, I was never single when <laughs> that Tinder wave started. That was a little before, a little like, after our generation, because like that's like a young right. man's game. Like by the time we got into serious relationships, Tinder was like a popping thing, and we kind of missed yeah. that boat. Yeah, because like, because like I think Tinder, Tinder was always, and it probably still is, like looked at as as the hookup app, as yeah. opposed to the other ones being like, oh, you know, I might really be trying to find somebody, and like that's actually how Shelly met out on an app. And like, um, and like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I was out there. I was on a, on a few of them because I was on not so much a hookup type joint, but I was open to hookups as well. Like, if I <laughs> if I happen if I happen to meet the one, which I did, that's all well and good. But I was also out here, you know, I could, I could meet the one for tomorrow. If if, yeah. if you sell a bit, I'll buy a bit. <laughs> <laughs> You was enjoy yourself. Yeah, but you know, so so we so we had met on there, you know, hung out hung out a few times and you know things just started to grow from there. And it 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 really went pretty quickly to from where, oh, you know, this is just like some casual dating, like we was exclusive and everything, but I didn't know how serious it was. And then there was just a defining moment where I was like you know what this is this is who 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 i need to be with because of who she is mm-hmm. well it's, it's good to see that we all have completely different paths on how we got to where we were like aubrey it was more so fate like happened to be at the right place at the right time yeah i was at a halloween party through another mutual friend that we all share and I've gone to a, quite a few functions at his establishment, and it was it was dope. It was always a good time, good music, good people, and it was just a rush of you know, you know, games or we'll watch a basketball game or we'll play taboo. And this particular night, it was a Halloween party, and you know, I came through and was hanging out, chilling. There was a lot of people there, and late into the night, you know, Jamila she came in there with a friend of hers and. She was just someone that I knew I'd never seen before. Like, I just, I know this sounds cliche, but I just couldn't take my eyes off her. She had on a bright orange jumpsuit and she had like a very particular laugh that you can kind of like, it makes you laugh when you hear her laugh because it's loud. And she had a very nice smile. She just carried herself a certain way. And I instantly knew I wanted to know who she was. But at the time, I was in a situation and I think that was a sign. Like I was patient enough to wait till my situation ended before I reached out to her. Cause I met her in October of 2014, but I didn't reach out to Jamila until February of 2015. So that whole time I wasn't sliding her DMs, trying to be disrespectful to my current situation. And when that ended, I reached out to Jamila, you know, through Instagram. And I was like, yo, whoop, 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 we met. You know, I'd love to get to know you more. Is it okay if I take you out sometime? So she screenshots that DM to Dre's wife, Delora. And Delora was like, yeah, girl, he passed the test. You need to, you know, see what he about. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Got the assist. (laughs) Got the assist from Delora. And then Mila agreed to, you know, go out on a date. And then 
we went on a date. It started to build from there, and that was 2015. So, yeah, almost five years later, we still kicking and rolling, married with a baby and a baby on the way. So, fate was definitely in my favor that night. I was doing something. You literally like just night. started quoting words from an R&B song. Like, <laughs> like everything you said was like, I don't know. He's like, I, I, I wanted to know her name. And I was like, hey, is that Kevin Campbell? but yeah so yeah your your journey was completely different from from vince's journey and then my journey was like i think from between all of us i I had like the longest journey uh we initially met in college because we all went to school together me and delora as well as aubrey um (laughs) hell wildcats Wildcats. and um i'm uh (laughs) we met through my friend uh lamont that i mentioned earlier we all went on it wasn't really a date but it was two girls and three guys we went to ale house in uh daytona um vibes were kind of there but not really and nothing became of it we knew of each other i think i hit her in her dm once or twice while we were undergrad we had a falling out I'm not gonna go into details of the falling out but there was a falling out <laughs> so we didn't talk for three something years three four years because this was like junior year in college and i didn't reach back out till 2010 so that would be at least three four years um and i finally decided let me just hit her up in her dms because i had friend requested her on facebook a few times and nothing became of it but i noticed <laughs> this is stalkerish of me i noticed her profile picture kept changing <laughs> and i'm like our friend requested her so if she's changing her profile pictures that means she's been on facebook multiple times to change her profile <laughs> so it's not like she didn't see it so eventually i just sent a message and i was like it's gonna, it's gonna be world war three forever or something like that and we hashed it out and everything was all good and we were you know friends or whatever but it uh, it kind of reminded me of um what movie was that deliver us from eva remember when they mm-hmm. paid ll cool j to get with eva and the first time mm-hmm. around he met her and told her that he had a girl and they were like what are you doing like how are you gonna get with her if she thinks that you have a girl uh, has a girl or whatever and that's how it was like dolora was kind of talking to someone and I was like, somehow, some way, this is gonna work out. Like, even with this so-called dude <laughs> in the way, and eventually that didn't mm-hmm. work out. And then we were supposed to have a double date on Labor Day of 2010. The other date they fell off, but we decided to still have the date. She came and visited me, and it's been like that ever since. Uh, but the biggest nice. thing was it was long distance because you're probably thinking 2010 and how y'all just now getting here, 2019, but. Uh, it was long distance like I lived in Kissimmee which is Orlando-ish and she lived in Tallahassee at the time which is North Florida uh, and one of the signs that we had you know fate or it was going to work in our favor was I feel like every year we were moving closer to each other because everybody has the you know <laughs> theories about long distance working or I can't do long distance first it was from Tallahassee yeah I, I'm one of yeah. those people and first it was <laughs> Tallahassee and me and Kissimmee, and that was the furthest distance. Then she moved to Alachua, which is Gainesville area. And I think I was in Kissimmee still. Then I moved to St. Pete or Clearwater, and she was still in Gainesville. 
then she got a job her dream job which was to work for the school system and i got a job in tampa she got a job in tampa so we end up both living in the same city of all places nice um and things just kept rolling and rolling and next thing you know we were living in the same apartment <laughs> and next thing you know now we're living in the same house so things just kept getting closer and closer naturally like we weren't forcing it she was getting a job i was getting a job you know things were happening that kept putting us in the same direction so i say all that to say you know we completely have three different walks of how we got to where we are from you know distance to timing to you know whether it was a dm or whether it was physically meeting the person or whether it was you know meeting on an app but somehow we eventually came to this this cornerstone yeah and you hit you know two big things on the head you say you naturally gravitated towards another so that lets you know you don't have to force it it should happen naturally it should be something that you don't have to feel like you gotta force it like it should be just a even flow of okay i'm working hard to make this work she's working hard to make this work and together we're growing this thing and i also want to talk on like how moving in together before you're married helps or did it change your opinion on who your spouse was because for me and Jamila we she would stay the night over in my apartment because she was still living with her parents at the time and so the closer and longer we were dating and together the more and more she'll stay over and then when we got engaged, we moved in together. No, we were moving. We were living together. No, how was it? Yeah, we were living together before we got engaged. No, no, I take that back. She was still living with her parents when we were engaged. So we eventually moved in together before we had the wedding. So how did that, you know, work in your relationships? Were you two living together or? Did you guys wait before you moved in together? How did that work? Um, well, for me, we definitely, and it's it's funny you bring that that up because I I literally talked to Shelly about that today because <laughs> um, she has a couple of friends that are um, uh, these are female friends that they're they're anxious to get their rings <laughs> um, to put it lightly, <laughs> but um, um, so it came up like how long we had dated before we had got engaged and and she was saying how we had lived together for you know almost a year or so before before getting engaged and like for me personally i think that's a, a big thing that that everyone should do before getting engaged because like you could love this person to death when you have your own space and your your own thing to go back to and but like when you get around them you know pretty much 24 7 and you know you start to see their living habits and how they keep a house like that's that's a big thing to to, to take into consideration because yes it can it can be worked on it can and it can be improved but like if there's some things like if if you you know can't take shoes being in the in the house and they keep their shoes on all the time that's gonna be a problem like i use that just as a Top of example I can think off my head, but like there's little things like that that you don't you don't think about, but then when it comes to it, and it, it might actually bug you. No, I agree with you 100. Like that is a perfect example because my wife hates shoes in the bedroom. 
She does not want you to bring your outside shoes into her bedroom. It's so nasty and so many germs. And for me, being a single guy and not really understanding why was it such a big deal, I would always come in my house, walk through my living room, go to my bedroom with my shoes on, and wouldn't think twice about it. But, you know, when you're in a serious relationship and someone also you know, views the world differently, you start to learn their likes and dislikes, their interests, and, you know, how to, you know, accommodate, you know, them being in your life. And if you care and if you love the person, you'll make the necessary adjustments. So I believe moving in together is huge and crucial in order to being married and staying married. What about you, Dre? Um, uh, in reference to staying together, uh, I, I think it's, it, I agree. I think it's something that you probably should do before you make that move. Um, <clears throat> we did it. <laughs> it's it's weird because when we both got to Brandon or Tampa, we were both going to move in together. We I had an apartment and it was going to be, you know, all the numbers were in order. We had a falling out and it didn't work out. So she got her own place. I got my own place. Um, and then we reconciled eventually. And a part of reconciling, she proposed, hey, let's move in together. When your lease is up, come move in with me and we'll do our own thing. And mm-hmm. I was, so keep in mind, I had never lived by myself my entire life. Like I lived with my parents, I moved into the dorms, then I moved out and had roommates. And then even when I graduated, I had a roommate. Um, then you know when life happened and i moved in with my brother me and my brother lived together in Clearwater. uh so when i finally got to tampa it was gonna be my first time having my own place to myself um so i literally only lived by myself for one year because after that one year her lease my lease was up and i moved in with her then we got an apartment mm-hmm. together because that was me just moving in with her at her apartment after that was up we got an apartment together and then saved up to get the house so in the 33 years I've been on this earth, I've only been by myself <laughs> once. And I don't think it was a whole year either because I had a bunch of people staying with me like my brother stayed with me for a little bit too. Um, <clears throat> but it helped. And I think that was a part of the whole, I think we're working as one because when we became roommates, so to speak, we started speaking the same language yeah. a little bit more like, okay, this is why you operate this way. This is how you operate that way. Like, I, I see, this is how you get up here. We, we go to this church, we do this. So uh, I think that did help um, as far as, you know, being able to make the final decision of, all right, let's 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 move forward with everything. I mean, it, it, I know this is kind of off topic, but I think it kind of has that, that, that feel of when people ask about, should you taste it before you buy it? You know, should you... Did, did you try the cow or whatever whatever the thing i know that sounded terrible but whatever the term is like like the whole ha- having sex before you get married like should you try it out to see if this is what you well, want buy, for the rest of your life and, well i buy the cow when you ex- get the exactly but well not even that not even that just making sure it's not lactose you know <laughs> like making sure it's the, yeah you, know, that you want to drink um so mm-hmm. i think that's a similar concept like making sure you can tolerate that before you just be like all right we're madly in love and the madly in love that we have is going to override any drama so i'm not even going to test it out mm-hmm. it's going to all work out just because we're in love i think testing it out in advance help you help you make your decision that it's going to work out 
indeed you want to be able to you know experience waking up with that person you want to be able to experience a good day a bad day or you want to be able to see you know what will life throw at you and how will you be able to bounce back like my favorite phrase that i threw at jamila when we first started dating was like look I need someone that's battle tested. <laughs> and she looked at me like I was crazy. But like, I need you to be resilient. I need you to be able to bounce back from adversity. And if you can't do those things, I know that this may not work out because I am nothing but overcoming adversity. I've done nothing but have to handle and maneuver and, you know, get through life a certain way. And my views on life is coming from like an underdog, you know, perspective. So, when I told her, like, look, I need you to be able to be battle tested. I need you to be able to be resilient and be tough. And she never had a guy request that from her. So it was definitely something that she had to learn about me and I had to learn about her. And for us to be able to move in together and see that, it really strengthened our relationship. What you were saying, Vince, I cut you off, my bad. Oh. I was going with the with the, the moving in thing and like and maybe you guys can relate to this too like now being homeowners because like it is at least for us it's taking on a, a different a different aspect because like we started out um and just like she we had the same thing where her lease was up a little shorter than mine so she moved into my apartment for maybe two months and then we moved into a condo together and then now that we have a house and i've noticed like as we moved into each different space, because each space has a new a new set of challenges to it, so there become new rules, and so like it's a it's a it's a continuing learning experience as to what it is like to live with somebody. Agreed, one hundred percent. Like we had the apartment out in Wesley Chapel, and. You know, we had a list of places we want to look at, a budget we want to stay within. And of course, we didn't stick with that. <laughs> we picked the one that was the most visually appealing and how the it had all the latest features. And um, it was a dope apartment. I loved it a lot. And, you know, I got to see her in a different way. You know, how she come home from work and cooking a meal, cleaning an apartment. And like, it was great. And we actually had our daughter in that apartment and we brought her home to that apartment and, you know, watching her become a mom. And it, it was just a wonderful experience. And now that we're homeowners, all of the experiences that we thought we mastered, we are relearning and we're redeveloping skills. And it's been a, a, a great journey so far. So uh, being a homeowner has definitely uh, been a, a great learning experience for me because you know, you get to be faced with a different challenge every day. Like, are you going to come home and cook dinner? Are you going to come home and get a bath ready? Are you going to come home and do this? Or you want to watch the game or hang out with your fellas? So there's always something going on when you own a home. Yeah, like, it, it's sad, but, like, I, I, I can't even remember the company. But they damn sure got that commercial right where it's like, you know, ever since we bought a house, so-and-so is becoming just like their they father. <laughs> and like, like, I don't know if that's just what, what my dad instilled in me, but like I do come home and like I, I look at the house and I look at, oh, what needs to be done? Like, do I need to cut the grass? Do I need to, like, I'm looking at these Christmas lights right now. Like, when am I going to take those down? Like, so, it, so it's an interesting thing, like becoming a homeowner and 
like it's like it's, it's a milestone that like you you think about it you know you because you grow up in, in daycare playing house and stuff so you think about you know having yep. a house but now that like we've gotten to a certain age and a certain point like it's a reality you know yep. and we're living it yeah and it's it's definitely like you said it's definitely an accomplishment but it's also a sense of pride like you love saying i'm going home to my home that you've invested in and you get to see it become you know you get to see your house become a home with the love and the the places you entertain and the things that you get to do in a home like the other day you know having you guys over you know it's something small because we we love football and we're able to watch the game together but having y'all over meant the world to me like it felt good to just kick back you know watch college football laugh we played spades we had some drinks we were playing music and it just felt like this is what life is all about and you know you, you just you gotta reflect and you gotta appreciate those moments so you know because when you're in an apartment you gotta worry about you know bothering your neighbors and where people are going to park and, you know, do you have enough visitor passes and, you know, are they going to get towed? And, you know, when you're on a home, just pull up. <laughs> <laughs> just pull up, come through, hang out, you know, and we all live so close to one another where, you know, it's just, you know, you don't have to wait and you don't have to be all, you know, over the top because we are all familiar with one another. So it just felt good to just hang out with your boys and, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, barbecues and other events and milestones to share with you guys because, you know, we're, we have a really good thing. For sure. Dre? Yeah, my bad. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Uh, I'm on uh, Instagram looking at something. But no. Uh, <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> As far as yeah, the homeowner uh, thing, I, I remember um, a few years back I was at a job and they had like uh, SMEs, um, subject matter experts that used to kind of like coaches that would come around to the department and kind of coach you. They did the same thing that you do. They just did it good. So, you know, they get an extra position or whatever. And I remember, I don't know what holiday it was, but they gave out little plants to plant trees. And... <laughs> I was joking about it or something, but the, the dude who was my SME was a douchebag. Like he was a full throttle douchebag. And I said something and he was like, do you have property to, to plant that tree? And I wanted to punch him, but then I, it, it wasn't even that. It just belittled me. It was like, no, I don't have property to plant the tree. Like, where am I going to plant it? Like, I can't plant it at the apartment complex. <laughs> you know, like I, um, I can plant it at a park or can I plant it at a park? Am I allowed to do that? But mm-hmm. it just, that was the moment that was like, all right, I can't have clowns like this dude saying stuff like that to me. <laughs> like, I want to own property. I have big. Vegetarian. I'm. Own food and. You know, thirty dollars every few months if you're growing it yourself. Other things. 
peppers, tomatoes, watermelons, just everything back there. And I want to do that. Um, want to fence, want to do this, want to do that. Just outside of just living in the house and just having my own space, just kind of having my own world. I don't know if y'all watch, um, uh, what's that cartoon called Family Guy? It was an episode called Pretoria, where had his own, like, sovereign area like his house was a sovereign part of the world and it was on his own country and he was a governor and everything like like that's kind of what i want like this is my domain um as far as you know owning property and, and that sense of value is what i've always seeked in owning owning property that's a that's a good way to think about it and like it like you mentioned it like like my parents like we grew up on an acre and a half um back in maryland and like now that my dad's retired and everything he's actually grown a garden and like like we had one when i was growing up that was a little bigger because you know he had me and my brother there to help work on it but now that it's just him and he's retired like you know i don't know how 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 much of the yard is taken up but he's got a good sized garden and like he's pulling up tomatoes greens um, popcorn regular corn um you know all sorts of stuff that he's pulling out of his garden and like one he knows what's in it so like you can't worry worry about all these genetically modified um, things you're getting at the grocery store and like that and um like he, he's it's producing so much like he can give it out to the rest of my family because like it, it's it's wild that i'm the only one here in florida like my whole family is within a five mile radius in the <laughs> same town in Maryland. <laughs> and that's my brother, my sister, all their kids, my aunts, my uncles. It's it's wild to, th- to say that. I'm in a similar situation. Like um, the majority of my family is back home in Richmond, Virginia. And for me to be here in Tampa and to be married with children and a homeowner like again like I've known Dre since college and I didn't know that he was going to be here in Tampa and settle and start his family here but Vince like outside of knowing Dre and people from school you were my first friend I met you at work (laughs) we used to go hoop together and you befriended me and like you guys have become my brothers because my experiences my joys my crazy single heathen days all that like you've seen it all and this is what makes this podcast come alive because we're not just three strange dudes trying to find commonalities like we know each other pretty well we'll meet up on saturdays and play football we'll meet up on saturday mornings and play basketball like this is a, a real friendship and you know to not have family so close my wife's family's here which i love them and they're great but you know, to have your own family so far away and your your identity, you know, of what makes you you, sometimes that doesn't come off, or you can't really portray that without having like your your day one family members to kind of bring it out of you. So it's definitely you know great to have friends that become family that you can share that with. For sure, I, I think that's that's what it's all about because, like. Through, through whatever you're going to go through in life like you're you're not going to stay, stay in the same place and people aren't going to stay in your life the same way so like it's on it's on God to put certain people in your life for 
for whatever that reason may be. And, you know, I'm definitely glad to have met you two brothers, to, to have you guys to, to, to come to you when, when, you know, I might have a question because, because you guys, both me and fathers, like whenever I take that step, I'm sure I'm going to have questions. And so we got answers, my friends. To be able to rely (laughs) on it be able to rely on the two of you for that like that's something that that i look at as a true blessing oh yeah oh yeah like fatherhood definitely like and that's what i love and it's a cliche say it but nothing is better than experience like there's no better teacher than experience like there's no book on how to be a great husband or how to be a great father or how to purchase the best home like you just got to experience this thing and i'm the type of person that jumps feet first head in like without warning like i just do it just to learn from it and it's been a journey and there's things that i can do better there's things that i can prove upon but i give it my best effort and i view you know who i you know want to share you know little tips and tricks of the trade from and you just go for it like there's no book on how to be a father to a toddler, a baby girl. Like you just, you just wing it, <laughs> and you hope for the best and prepare for the worst. So you read to them, you change them, you get some breakfast, you take them to daycare, you take them to school, and you just try to help out as much as you can. And so far, so good. Oh yeah, yeah. It's cliche, but that's essentially how it is. There is no book on how to raise <laughs> a child. I mean, everybody has you know different experiences, uh, but learning from the experiences is 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 the kind of the best way to go. You raise a child, your child, the way you want to raise your child, and make your decisions. It's a great experience. I've always looked forward to doing it. I'm glad that I've waited this long to do it. Um, I, Amen I am that. 33 and I have a <laughs> one-year-old, so you can do the math on when I got started. Um, <clears throat> but I, this is c- kind of off topic, but backing up, I used to always tell women, whether I was dating them or giving them advice or my sister, I always say men don't get serious until age 26. So, like, so uh, if you catch us after 26, if we don't already have kids and like six baby mamas or anything, that's the best time to catch us. And then life kind of evolves from there. Like, I think about myself and like, if I had a kid at 21, if I had a kid at 19, if I had a kid at 23, 24, like how my life would have been completely different. And completely. I know you, they, they always say you're never ready because people be like, oh, I want to wait till I get ready, but you're never going to be ready to have a child. You don't know what life is going to throw at you. You could have twins. You could have a child that's sick. You could have, you know, who knows? Um, so you're never going to prepare for it. you never be ready for it. But I'm glad I was able to experience all the things I needed to experience before because my life literally is for my wife and for my daughter. Like, I don't buy clothes anymore. My wife always has to buy me clothes every birthday. She buys me new clothes every Christmas. <laughs> like, I don't do much for myself, which sounds terrible, but it's not because I enjoy living for them. I enjoy seeing them smile, them being happy. Like, that's really what my my life is now. I feel like me waiting that long means I got everything out of me. Everything I wanted to do, I did it already. So I'm okay with enjoying my life, fulfilling theirs. It sounds super cliche. It sounds like, you know, an R&B song, but but that's essentially how it is. And I'm, that's why I'm glad I I wouldn't say I waited. You know, life was what what it was. 
but I'm, I'm glad I was able to get everything out of my system, make all my experiences that I made prior to getting married and having a child, because I can f- focus the rest of my life on helping them, you know, providing for my daughter, providing for my wife, us growing as a unit and building our own enterprise and doing everything together. I don't, I don't need to worry about, well, I always wanted to get the Maserati and drive it 90 million, 90 miles an hour down this highway. Like <laughs> I'm, I've gotten all that midlife out of my system. What'd you say? Hmm. Midlife yeah, this is coming true. soon. <laughs> this is true. Cause I feel like I'm going <laughs> to want a motorcycle at the wrong time in life. <laughs> that's going to happen to me. But, um, but, but that's one thing I've, I've taken from not just parenthood, but just family in general, whether it's, whether it's with a child or without a child is I've got my experiences out of me to where I can focus a hundred percent on my family. And I think that's the key. Like, like you said, we weren't waiting for the right person to come into our lives. I think that being a certain age and being able to experience a certain lifestyle really allows you to become who you are now. Like naturally, I believe, I like to believe that I'm a selfless guy. So now that I'm married, I realize it's not about me. It's not about me being the flyers or looking the best or having the latest brands. It's about a roof over my head, clothes on my back, food on the table, my wife doing well, my daughter doing well, and everything is on the up and up and we can live in a comfort. And so I'm not out here buying brand new shoes every time I get paid. I'm out here wearing the latest fashions. I don't drive the latest model car, but I have a practical lifestyle and I'm very disciplined in my decision-making. And that has afforded me to be able to be a happily father, happily married man. And so I think it's also who you are as a person in addition to the things you subscribe to, the things that you listen to, the things that you you know you steal from like your experiences with your dads and your experience with other friends and frat brothers and so on and so have you like everything in the universe kind of teaches you to be and you can't be the type of person that wants to maintain this single mindset and you're trying to be a family man and a husband like it just it just won't work so you pick and choose who you're wanting to become and naturally you evolve to that so um i agree with you dre like it's just a progression of i grew up in virginia i graduated high school i moved straight to daytona i had a ball in daytona i was able to move to chicago had a great time in chicago i moved to atlanta had a great time in atlanta and from atlanta i moved to tampa and i had a great two year year and a half time in tampa as a single man and then i met my wife and i was in the mindset and i was ready to be a serious boyfriend and a fiance then a husband and now a father <laughs>